You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another edition of Word Bros. I'm Kevin Cuff. Hi, Kevin Cuff. I'm Bob. How are you? It's nice to see you. It's good to see you too, man. It feels like since only Saturday I've seen your face. Well, yeah, because we, we played D and D last Saturday. We did. Yeah. It's going pretty well. I'm excited about it. Yeah, D and D's fun. Yeah, and we got it. You know what else is fun? Mm. Toxic man. Oh, you're just getting right to it. Just I'm going good. right in. I, I was right. gonna go. I was. I, I. I figured that was the transition. Where we where were you supposed to? I, I was trying to be a professional. No small talk. No. Oh, how yeah. are you? How's the wife and kids? Not that stuff. Just like you're just going. No foreplay for Kevin. No, you're we're like, just gonna go. We're gonna go right to it. You're like El Guapo. You're just going right for it. <laughs> That's a very adult joke that I didn't understand when I was a kid. Do you know what foreplay is? No, good. Neither does El. Neither does El Guapo. It's like what's foreplay? It's and a now corna- it's, and cornucopia now it's, of facts. Uh, and now as uh, uh, as an adult, I have to do that as well when my kids are watching stuff. Like my kids will watch something and they'll go, what's that? And I'll go, uh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll tell you later. What's I've that said, over I've there? I've said that before. <laughs> I, I've said I'll tell you later. And what's that I'll... over there? What? And you just hope it never comes up again. Yeah. yeah. So well, the, but see, they're, they're smarter than us. They have the internet. Like they, they didn't are. have that. They no. have the internet, so they'll they'll find out one way or another. That's the sad part. It is. So, but yeah, let's let's focus on the positives, the real positives. Kevin Marr is on today. He's got his new his first book, his new book. It's called Toxic Man. It's coming out um, via his website and some other places. Um, he's a good friend of Eric Schultz, so we wanted to have him on. He's also a graphic designer. He answers a lot of our questions about comics, graphic design. So it was a really informative and really awesome interview, and you should listen to it right now. Boom, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Kevin. Is this the first time we've ever had a namesake on the podcast? Like someone who shares one of our names? No, I don't think so. I think we've had a Bob on, but we, we had Bob Fingerman on. That's right, so we much. did have Bob Fingerman on. Okay, so this is the second. This is the. I think you might be the first Kevin we've ever had on. Yeah, cool. I'll take it. So that's. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool, Kevin. Right? Not Kevin Cuff. Kevin, other guy. Kevin <laughs> guest. Yeah, guest Kevin. Guest Kevin. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Look at that. So yeah, we're really excited to have you on today. You come highly recommended. From oh, that's hi- very cool. <laughs> from from highly recommended people. I mean, w- when you get the seal of approval from Eric Schultz, like you're oh, in, well. right? I I've mean, known that's... Erica for thirty years, so <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've been friends since college. So yeah, a lot of the a lot of the logos and things that I've done are all because of her. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, so like. So on top, so you're a man of many talents. So on top, it's Kevin Marr, right? M A H E R, Kevin yeah, Marr. Yeah, so Kevin, yeah. Ma- Kevin Marr. On top of being uh, a writer, you also make like look comics logos and 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 all that other junk too. Yeah, I 
<laughs> I went to school for illustration and then I went back for graphic design because okay. I realized it was impossible to find a job just doing illustration. But so that's uh, to be fair though, that's one thing Kevin and I have always said, like if, because I went to college a thousand years ago, um, I went to college because my parents told me to, I that's got a, it. I got a history degree because I really liked history and that was the only subject I was good at. Uh, but if I always tell Kevin and my wife, I say, dude, if I would have known I would have gotten to comics, I would have got a, I would have majored in like graphic design because right. so much of comics is graphic design. It, right. It's surprisingly a lot, like especially it's lettering crazy. stuff. It's insane. <laughs> like, because you're doing logos, you're doing book designs, you're doing like the layouts of the covers, the back covers, the inside covers, yeah. you know, like even you have to have a graphic designer to do the, uh, the spine of the book. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, like it's everything. Like it, it is li- graphic design is literally like the forgotten child of comics creation. It's it like seventy five percent of it. I yeah, would. and it pays the best in a day job. Out really? of illustration. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you've designed books for you've done the logo designer for uh, Dark Horses, not Dark Horses, Deadliest Boutique. It was, um, uh, it was Im- Image. It image. Was images. Yes. images uh, Deadliest Boutique. You did Comixology's Forgotten Home. What yep. other what other uh, uh, graphic design work have you done for comics out there? Um, I did the logo for uh, Bingo Love. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was like, it was a few years ago. It was nominated for a GLAAD award or something. Um not the logo of the book. <laughs> and I also did Murky Waters. It was a Kickstarter uh, okay. for an anthology of um, horror stories. And that was by Carnoosh Productions. Uh, my friend Christian uh, overseas, he he kickstarted that book. And then I've also done some illustration in uh, Red Stylo's The 27 uh, Rock Anthology. Okay. And um there was another one oh las vegas strip anthology it was all like stories about vegas and stuff so oh, i've that's done cool. some illustrations in those but yeah the, the majority of the stuff has been some of the graphic design eric is actually releasing a kickstarter soon uh for this comic that i did the logo for as well i i don't i don't know when she's announcing it so i'll just keep it there. okay so like that, keep it so I, did, I did that too and i did a couple other logos they never got published or anything so um they just kind of the the project kind of died somewhere along the line once i got paid i was uh out of hey it. dude i'm sure the book didn't get picked up because the logos were shitty you know what i mean like I'm sure there were other no, factors sure. there you know so i mean so like do p so if i because that, again it's a big part of comics that i don't think people really understand so like if i'm a dude well kevin and i are dudes and we're, we're dudes we're, we're, we're writers right and yeah. like we need a logo like how do we how do we go to you what's the best way like how do you cut because i'm not a i'm not a visual person like i'm just not <laughs> and like i have ideas for logos and every time i try one it ends up sucking and like i know that i'm not good at it so like how can i as the client contact you and end up with something we both can be happy with or do you not give a shit as long as you get paid yeah (laughs) no i mean i do give a shit because it's my work that's out there um usually uh most people just contact me through my website if they do Um, now what's your website it's uh kevinmahardesign.com okay and it's just contact form on there and usually when that happens i 
you know, I, I get reached out to, I reach out back and say, this is what the process is. This is how much it costs. Um, and we go from there. Usually I start with sketches and I, I uh, send them the sketches to make sure I'm in the right direction. Cause sometimes it doesn't always work out the way, <laughs> you know, I mean, my ideas sometimes aren't what they envision. So yeah, usually yeah, yeah. try to get through that process first through sketches. And once that happens, then I just go and just design the logo. I design, sometimes I add in extras. Like I do, I design it, the logo in color and the, like the opposite colors and then black and white. And then I give them sometimes uh, social media icons and avatars. That's to go cool. Too. So, cause you know, if you're promoting a new book, most of the people I've gotten usually have I've done logos for I've started they wanted the they're starting a Kickstarter or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. want like little avatars and things for their social media profile. So I try to include that stuff in there. Oh, that's sure. that that's really creative. That's very smart. So yeah, and then you know, other than that, uh, <laughs> it's pretty simple. I mean, I I I'm appreciative when my name gets in the inside cover like a logo designer, but it's not required because it's not usually the biggest part of the book uh sometimes you know you get left out but <laughs> now do you now do you do like entire so like if kevin and i were putting a book together per se and i know this sounds like it's turning Which we into, might be well i know this it sounds like people are listening to this it's like this is a fucking job interview like what are we listening to here <laughs> but um but it's just i have a lot of questions and i'm sure people who are listening have i mean it's just it's an aspect of comics that you just don't think about right. so like do you do like layouts and, and graphic design for like a whole trade? Like if it's, I got this book that I need designs for, do you, is that something that you provide services for? Or do you just do like I mainly logos? Haven't in, I haven't in the past, but it's completely within my skill set to do oh, cool. <laughs> um, because I do that stuff. Uh, I've done that stuff my whole career. So uh, it's not, it's not outside of the realm of possibility for me to lay out a whole book and, and do all and do all the design work for it. Um, most people usually have that covered by the time they get to me. Sometimes the logo is an afterthought or they just need something to stand out on the shelf. Yeah. Um, but usually the letterer does a lot of that uh, most of the time from okay. my, from my experience. And this is actually the first book, my own book that's just come out that I've actually lettered. And that book uh, is called Toxic Man, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Right. So that's my first. Le- I mean, so type and graphic design and all that stuff is like easy for me, but to do a comic, like lettering a comic, is complete. It's it's really different, and I was quite surprised how different it actually was compared to like magazine and catalog layout and stuff because that stuff is definitely way different than word balloons and and lettering and there's all kinds of little weird rules that i didn't know about till i started doing this okay so so for toxic man the book that you're here promoting um which is your new book that you're working on um you did everything right wow wow i uh i (laughs) i had come up with the characters when i was in a teenager so like a million years ago like like eric larson did with savage dragon you know he had them throughout his whole life so i decided to just finally do it um and i didn't want to i i'm a little bit of a control freak i wanted to have total control over the art the writing the the lettering the way the book looked everything so i just went and did everything myself and i've always been given advice saying the best way to learn how to make comics of all kinds is to make one and do every single part of it okay and it was definitely eye-opening 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. I mean, that's that sounds like quite an undertaking. Now, is this the first comic that you've ever done before? Like, this is it? This is your first one? The first solo one, yeah. This is the wow. first. I mean, I've illustrated stuff, but I, I, outside of that, those anthologies and stuff, I've illustrated in pinups and covers and small things. Um, this is the this is the first one I've written and drawn and everything, inked and colored and everything together. So, I mean, I did a web comic for a while. Like, I did a web comic for about five years, like back when web comics were up and coming and it really never got any traction so that was like that was that toxic man too no that was just a funny like like it was more like a newspaper strip okay Uh, so but i mean you say that it didn't get any traction but you must have had some readers because you were doing you did it for five years i did it for five years yeah it it always had a small readership but it was never it never grew and i abandoned it because i was like this isn't i'm doing this every week week in week out and it wasn't getting any of the traction that i wanted so i decided to abandon that for a little while and come up with a new plan and the logo, a... that's when i started doing logos interesting okay because there was a time when like web comics were like a, i don't want to say a get rich quick scheme but there was like, fucking, like. Do, you fucking do web comics bro yeah. you can get like and you'll and you'll get more followers or yeah we, like we, you, we get, you'll yeah, get yeah, more it, people or yeah. there, there's always something attached to it yeah i also learned how to write a lot better doing well, that's that. good my writing wasn't great i'm not a writer i didn't go to school for writing i don't know how to write really a lot i can write does anybody really go to school for writing <laughs> I though i mean like I mean, some, some people, people do yeah some people so, do i mean i mean really though really like really it's weird because writing comics is is different than actually writing though so i that's what i would say then and, and and i'm not i'm not downing it it's it, there's it, it takes some skills because you have to like you have to take something that's in your brain as dialogue that might be a paragraph and shorten it to like two sentences so it doesn't take up all the pretty artwork and stuff so you have to be like oh like this is this was a paragraph but now that i see what the artist did we'll have to make that two sentences because otherwise it's just blocking all the cool stuff up yeah and it it was it was definitely learning that having having that experience before got me to learn like not to throw like a million paragraphs in like I need room for the characters and it also taught me how to write humor a little better I'm still working on it (laughs) but yeah uh, like uh, I got a lot of advice like not to how to write these punchlines and things like that and and it's just different in dialogue with comics it's just it's just really different I mean I couldn't write a book but I can at least now say I can write a comic (laughs) and to be fair like writing humor is difficult I mean it's 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 hard it's not an easy thing to do people people think like writing jokes is easy but I mean your sense of humor is different from everybody else's sense of humor and like you have to literally write like two or three jokes per page because yeah. a joke might land different for every person you've got some people who like dirty jokes you like some people who like puns you like some people who are more into like visual comic jokes of like the you know the old school panel setup of like set up set up punchline you know what yeah. i mean so it's like there's so many ways to go about it there's you know, writing comedy in comics is very difficult. It is really hard. It, it, I was shocked at how hard it is. I mean, when I was doing the book, I was like still writing the dialogue, like changing dialogue as I'm lettering. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. I got to rewrite this joke. Or <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was funny. just, it, it. I just kept changing things because it was just, 
you know, you sit and stare at it for a while. I'm like, this isn't that funny. Like, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's still, it's still a learning experience. I mean, I don't know if I'll, every comic I'm going to do is going to be funny. I know that this particular one, when I do sequels and stuff, will be humorous. So Yeah. Well, that's really fun, man. That's really fun. So tell us uh, what Toxic Man is about. Tell us, you've had these, you've been walking around with this character in your brain. You yeah. said since high school. Yeah, yeah. Tell us, so you've got to have an thing. elevator pitch. Now. Yeah, like, right. If you don't have this the elevator, next step, that's the next this, step of comics. If you don't have this elevator pitch nailed, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, when I was in high school, it was completely different. Uh, I've changed all the stuff over the years. I just kept the design, really. <laughs> um, so, he's a washed up, middle aged, uh, drunken hero. He <laughs> he was a superhero. His claim to fame, you know, has passed now. He's like, you know, when you go to the comic cons and you see like old wrestlers that have gone past their prime. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. You know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> the certain ones. Um, and we can get into wrestling later too. <laughs> and he's sitting there trying to get people like selling his autograph. You know, nobody wants it. He's just, he's no, he's nobody now. He's just, he's washed up. He's middle-aged. He's been drinking too much. Uh, he still tries to be a superhero. And his sidekick, he still has a sidekick, and his sidekick ends up getting murdered. Oh, wow. And that took, a, re- dark. That took a really dark That was turn. dark. Yeah. That, that escalated quickly there, Kevin. It did. So <laughs> the whole comic is about him going on this, like it's like the aftermath of the comic starts out with him explaining his past and sitting at a bar after his sidekick gets like murdered they just came from the funeral yeah so you get introduced to his mentor his friends and uh, and other heroes and he ends up going on this adventure with these people and all these crazy characters come out of the woodwork and that that's basically the whole comic and him like trying to figure out what's going on and going on like this journey trying to redeem himself from like this washed up fat out of shape loser (laughs) so all right they say write what you know, and so I'm <laughs> middle-aged, drink, I drink too many beers, so. That's really fun. Okay. So, like, again, that took a really dark turn on me, though. I was re- it's I'm not, really... when you read it, it's not as dark as it comes, as it ends up being, but. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, black comedy is sometimes great, though, so I, I would. Yeah. I would say some of the, the funniest things I've seen, like that make me laugh the hardest, are are things that are really dark, and I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm laughing. <laughs> you know, I'm I I probably shouldn't be laughing, but I'm laughing. So um, now, do you do you have a darker sense of humor, or are you kind of are you where does your humor uh, kind of lie? Well, uh, I would say I'm more a goofy sense of humor. Uh, a lot of the stuff I like is animation. Um, I like Bob's Burgers. I like Futurama. I like Venture Brothers, Rick and Morty. So that's like my thing okay. is like, I like all cartoons. I like, I mean, I like comic strips and cartoons. Obviously I grew up reading all that stuff and watching all kinds of animated shows, but that's where like I stuff I find the funniest is yeah. like Bob's Burgers type stuff. And like okay. uh, for comics, I like Deadpool and like, you know, um, Guy Gardner and Justice League and like those old old 80s Justice League ones with what they were funny. Like that's it's the kind of goofy sense of humor. My favorite characters are always the funny ones like in Star Wars at C-3PO and R2-D2, you know, in, in like 
Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's Drax, you know, stuff like that. It's goofy. It's so I don't really have a dark sense of humor, but I, I that's usually where I I stand is goofy, kind of goofy humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I dig that. Now, as far as um, the Toxic Man goes, you uh, now how many how many pages uh, did you go for for your first comic? Is it, is it uh, a full OGN? Or <laughs> that was that was probably not a smart move. What I did, um, I I should have just did the regular size twenty two pages. I went to, I think it ended up being forty eight pages total. Or 44. oh wow, that's not bad. So that's good for a first issue, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So it, it's the it's all self contained. You can read it, and it ends. So, and when I do a sequel, like you can just read that. It, it doesn't say to be continued at the end. So yeah, you yeah, yeah. the whole issue and be done. But yeah, it was, uh, it was, I think my next one, I think I'm going to shoot for 2022 <laughs> pages. Okay. So, but yeah, it was, uh, I think it was about 44 pages, not counting the cover and stuff. And then I put some sketches and stuff in the back. So just because I always like that when comics do that is they throw in like original sketches and pre preliminary stuff. So I threw that in the back and some character bios. So it ended up being longer. Uh, I just wanted to make it something like substantial, not just like, Oh, it's over. It's like 20 pages. I'm done. So, yeah, but I, but I mean, at the, but at the same time though, you're doing everything for this. So it's yeah. not like you're just, <laughs> you know, it's not like you're just writing the thing or anything like that. I mean, they are doing every aspect of this book. So, I mean, 48 pages, that sounds like quite an undertaking. How long have you been working on this thing? Uh, well, that is a story and a half. <laughs> okay, well, let's hear it. I mean, you're right here podcast. for the story. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, it was about, it was right before COVID hit. Uh, and, well, it was during COVID. Like, it just hit. I was working in Connecticut at a job. And, it was really bad because New York, we were very close to New York City. So they sent everybody home. Um, you know, we were all working from home. And within like three weeks, I lost I lost my that job. Oh, wow. Uh, everybody, everybody lost their job. They wiped out the marketing department. They wiped out all that stuff. So yeah. I'm home. We're all scared to death. Nobody knows what's going on. I mean, I'm wearing plastic, you know, everything to go to the supermarket in the morning yeah like, just freaking out and I, and i'm like i i you know i'm I'm losing it i gotta do something so i started literally just i'm gonna do my comic now i have all the time in the world nobody's hiring um i'm getting my unemployment thank god so i have the time i'm gonna start drawing it and I, every night i sat down and i sketched out pages and sketched out pages and sketched out pages and, and just kept doing it and doing it and doing it till um i got the whole thing like drawn uh not final drawings just you know sketched out drawings and i then i started inking and then i started coloring and then i got a new job then i had to move <laughs> it was like every time i got a portion done a thing happened and I had to go somewhere else or I had to put it on hold. So it's literally taking me since COVID. It's like a COVID comic book. So the whole time I've been dealing with that and everything else in my life, trying to get it together. So yeah, it's been a long time. (laughs) I mean, but, but you finished it. And I mean, that's That's important part. That's the important part. Exactly. Like Kevin was saying, we meet people at cons all the time that want to make comics. They want to write comics. They want to draw comics. And you say, (laughs) okay, cool. What are you working on? And they show you an empty portfolio or a a sketchbook with 
four drawings in it. I mean, they're <laughs> no. they're just talking about it. They're not doing it. You're actually out here and you completed your you first book. Yeah. yeah, that's something to be very proud of. Yes, thank you. I, I am proud of it, uh, but I am shooting for my next one to not take that long. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, see, you know, it's gonna, some... It'll be an average time for the next one. It'll also be like less pages, but I have like a ton of ideas already for a sequel. I have some other... Uh, good ideas for horror comics that I, I had been bopping around in my head and some other things like just I've been I've been ever since I started my notebook has grown of like oh my god let's do this let's do this so once you do one you can't stop it's like tattoos once you get one you gotta keep going comics are very addictive yeah, yeah. I would agree and like tattoos they can be very expensive they are <laughs> so w- when you mentioned old wrestlers hanging around at cons which one were you thinking of in particular? Uh, um, Bill. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you say, you said Vincent, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really funny because um, we were at a con that, that's the con that Bob and I met at. That, yeah. That he was there. And um, he said, he, <laughs> he, was, he was in the corner by himself with the million dollar belt. And like oh there was, God, I took a picture, I took a picture of him and I was like, look, lonely Virgil. <laughs> and that I think that should be its own like webcomic, like lonely Virgil. It's like just Virgil in places where no one else would be. So yeah, like I was like, Oh my god. He's just like sitting there and he looks so sad. Like right. what, they, and what have I done with really my life? I'm, I'm sitting here with a million dollar belt in a con <laughs> in Pennsylvania, and nobody knows me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to some of the ones in uh, in New England, and I see the king a lot. Um, and usually, there's no line for him, and which is sad. But Jerry the King Waller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, but... you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big Jerry the King Waller guy. So either. So I think I, he's. I, I like... think, and I think he's kind of a scumbag. A lot of them are. You know, <laughs> like so. I got no. I have no you know, fucking playing the smallest violin for <laughs> Well, he's there and no one seems to give a damn. So, because <laughs> I've seen him at multiples and it just, it's just, that's, that's, you know, I, that's where I took the inspiration from. Yeah, I mean, I that, it's like, unfortunately though, I feel like sometimes, you know, there's so many cons now and there's so many people who go to cons just to be there as opposed to, buying stuff or you yeah. know what i mean like i feel like there's a lot of times where people are just sitting there you know there are times where kevin and i are at cons and we're just feel like we're just fucking sitting here we're sitting nope. here for nobody here for gives a shit oh my know? god I, yeah i did a few myself like i really i stopped obviously because i didn't have any books to promote but i decided that i was gonna go as just have an artist table yeah and draw sketches all day and do that and Man, that was not that was not fun. I think I drew uh the things people want. It's like unless you are known for something, they just want like I drew Funko characters like I think all day. Oh, that's <laughs> like, interesting. For like that's... 8 hours. If once one person saw me do it, then everybody wanted one, but I literally was my hand was so tired by the end of the day and my wrist hurt and I then when I like sat down and looked at what I was charging and what I paid for the table, I was like, "Oh, I just I broke even and now, now my hand hurts." <laughs> but how, I you can you don't have to tell me. 
<laughs> but I'm curious because why it's not like Funkos are super expensive. Why wouldn't you just buy it the pop? I don't know. They want right? to draw like, the specific <laughs> poses and stuff with the big like, heads. A Funko Pop is <laughs> 10 bucks, 12 yeah. bucks? Yeah, it was, yeah. Back so what then, were, yeah, it was probably cheaper. So what were you charging <laughs> for the drawing? I don't even I don't even remember. I think it was like ten dollars for one character and like twenty for two. Okay. Um, on, so on the same page. So it's such a weird nit, nitchy thing. Like I mean, do you wanna own a fun kill pop or do you want me or to do you want draw to own a picture it? of one? <laughs> <laughs> From a guy who does hasn't released any comics yet. That's a yeah it's a really weird that's a really weird niche because at first i thought you were gonna say like oh yeah i was just drawing fucking batman all day but the fact that you were drawing funko pops and it's not like the funko pops look like the thing they all look like funko Funko pops you know what i mean like that's the that's the irony of funko pops like oh dude i love the office i want to get all the office funko pops it's like no they all just look like funko pops they just happen to have like a like dwight schrute's tie on you know it's it's so (laughs) and his glasses yeah it was was a weird day i like had i have had I had a, like a printed sketchbook, I ordered like a ton to sell, and it was just filled with all kinds of sketches of you know heroes and Walking Dead, yeah, and all kinds of stuff. No, I think one person bought that. Nobody even cared. <laughs> I had a bunch of drawings that were minions of superheroes that I had done for fun, and uh-huh. somebody bought all of them in one sitting. I was like, "Wow, the weirdest con I've ever been to." <laughs> well, to be fair, people love minions. They I do. mean, like they really do. So, so like. You're drawing minions and Funko Pops. It's really interesting. It was so like, weird. <laughs> what yeah. was the what was the coolest Funko Pop you drew that day? Uh, do man. you remember? No, but I do remember the worst one I did because the guy came back and complained. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I did a Wolverine and it was like one of the first ones I did. Okay. And, and then when I guess other people came, they I started getting a little better. I mean, I'm not. I don't draw Funko Pops often. I Who the fuck draws Funko Pops? <laughs> <laughs> so they right? started getting a little better once I got a little better at them. Like, I'm like, oh, I could put them in these poses and do some things. At first, I was just drawing them, like, standing there, like, yeah. Funko Pop. And then when this guy saw the other drawings, he was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's so Did you draw my new Wolverine or no? No, I didn't. <laughs> That's my that's, favorite part that's of the so story. Weird. So, like, <laughs> I, so, like, I said, there's nothing wrong with that Wolverine. And he's like, <laughs> and he like walked away. So, well, I mean, so there are people, so you were drawing, like, let's say I was like, dude, I really want a snake eyes Funko pop, but I want him like, like chopping a snake in half with a sword. Like you would do that in a Funko yeah, pop that's style. What <laughs> it's such a weird commission. That is a weird request. Yeah, it was. It was. So, it was weird. So walk me through this. So the first guy. So the first Wolverine guy walks up, and he's like, "I really want Wolverine." He's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but so like, but you're like, okay, cool. You want me to draw Wolverine? Like, are you looking for like Patch Wolverine? Are you looking for like when did he drop the Funko Pop bomb on you? Right away. Really? <laughs> like, can you draw Wolverine as a Funko for me? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> You're a better man than me, Kevin. I'd be like, you could just buy Wolverine as a. I was just trying to make some money at the table. I was yeah. sitting there for a while. I, I had a Marvel artist next to me, and he was done with the con within the first hour. He was like, "This place sucks." <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like, I got to get out of here. He's like, I can make more money at home doing whatever on my computer. I'm like, okay, nice to meet you. Like, I would I, wager it's the same con that Bob and I met at. <laughs> you never know. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Would, and then I had a guy next to me on the other side. He had giant paintings. And I'm like, no one's, that's huge. They get, who's going to carry that around the con? Man? <laughs> So, so you drew one Funko pop, and then of course people see you. Now, were you doing them in color? Like, were you markering yeah, yeah, them and was, stuff too? So I was people... doing marker. I was okay. doing using marker, and he actually came back and got a couple others for his girlfriend and stuff. So, so, so wait a minute. So, Field of Dreams with Funko pops is yeah. what it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. So, so the guy bitched about his Funko pop. Oh, he didn't and... do that till later. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say to like complain about it and ask for more. No, so once like they got and... better, and he saw them get better, he was like a little kind of frustrated <laughs> okay so you drew wolverine uh do you don't remember any of the funko pops you drew that day no no because it was such a blur like i mean how I many okay so how many funko pops do you think you drew that day but kevin was just regretting his life choices being at that con and having yes. to draw funko pops i think well, that's oh, why yeah he was no it was <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a weird request though right like you could just buy the fucking funko pop they're everywhere about five six seven that day and the rest of whatever i broke even one was from minion drawings and wow stuff. okay <laughs> so, so you okay all right all right that's interesting okay all right but they took a while and so i imagine you know, <laughs> it was just i'm like yeah come back at the, in a couple hours and i'll have it done so i mean i i wasn't i wasn't sure what the average time was that a lot of artists yeah. do there i was trying to like be as fast as possible so but yeah, it was mainly that. Most the dude of was like, the eyes aren't black enough. No, blacker, <laughs> blacker, blacker. Make the eyes blacker. I think he wanted it in like a cool pose, but I'm like, why don't you just ask for Wolverine? I could just draw Wolverine. In nah, because cool he wants it as a Funko Pop. Because <laughs> Funko Pops can't move. They're in the box. You can't even take them out of the box. Yeah. I mean, then they're not worth anything. <laughs> they aren't worth any well some are but they aren't worth any that's really interesting wow i've never heard that and like we've seen people draw all kinds of stuff like one of our buddies had a show um a guy came up to him and and he's a fantastic artist and he's drawn all kinds of things for all kinds of companies and this guy was like hey man you draw some really cool ninja turtles and he's like yeah man thanks i really enjoy doing my ninja turtles he's like hey do you think you could draw april o'neill i remember this and i remember that our buddy drew was like fuck no i'm not doing that he said he said no i don't think i'm gonna do that yeah when the guy goes why not and he's like because April O'Neil is kind of like something from my childhood that is cool and that I remember as part of my childhood, and that just turns it into something completely different, sir. Yeah, yeah. he was like very, <laughs> he was like very polite about it, but I was like laughing. Yeah, and then the guy walked away, and he's like, "That fucking guy, dude." He's like, <laughs> he wanted to draw him to draw April O'Neil naked. I have seen like a lot of requests, like I'm not personally for me. My stuff is more cartoony, and the, I don't think my stuff is looks very good sexualized. So, but you draw, well, can you draw? Will you commission a naked fun for me? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna look weird. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna get turned on by that. No, <laughs> you don't kink shame me, Kevin. <laughs> It'll look like Attack on Titan, those Titans where they're all like <laughs> naked. <laughs> so, I, but I mean, it's 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 just an interesting world because it, when someone walks up to your table, you have no idea what they're going to ask you to draw for them. 
No, and I I had only done a couple cons where I just did my own table, and I, after those last couple, I was like, I'm waiting until I have books to do. <laughs> so, because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and draw all day. That was the most. It, it it kind of robbed me of going around and talking to the other artists and writers and stuff. Yeah. So I got. Uh, I kind of the, the whole con. I felt like a like sitting at the table, like I was a vendor selling stuff. And was, yeah, I'm yeah, missing, yeah no, I hear you. I'm missing the whole networking portion of the point of going to Comic Con. So, <laughs> I mean, my favorite part of it is that we're writers, and sometimes we'll remark in the books, and like some people will be like, "Oh, can you just draw me this character in there?" And I'll be like, "I, I mean, it's a remark for our book, so it's like a shark with like." a pierced fin like we we're we're writers you don't I, you don't want me to draw you anything <laughs> like, i'm gonna be honest but like you're gonna ask for it i'll like at least i'll attempt it and it'll be terrible so no, like, kevin i'll give you some credit like your your con <laughs> drawings are getting better and i mean and they're <laughs> and they're far better than mine but i mean like you're you draw a really good ira like we have a character who's a floating eyeball with bat wings and like tendrils Okay. And Kevin draws, you draw a really good Ira. And the books, yeah, I'll draw Ira. Like, yeah. usually I'll draw Ira because I know I can do that. But that, but that's why I draw it. Like, I can't draw Metal Shark, bro. I like, some, well, because he's a difficult character to draw. He's like, got a square head, so it's harder. No. And then okay. sometimes I'll draw, like, if someone asks, well, can you draw in it? I'll just draw, like, I'll draw water and a shark's fin, but oh, it, it looks like it could be a nacho chip in salsa. It looks like it it could be a tent on the desert. Like it's so many things it could be besides a shark fin. Now, now we're talking about your book, Toxic Man, because you said you don't want to do any cons until you have books. So now that you have a book, like where can people find it? If I wanted to buy Toxic Man, where could I pick it up? Well, it's only digital right now. Okay. Uh, that was the part of the learning curve where I thought, oh, I'll do digital and then I'll get it printed. Well, I already had like four people ask me, oh, let me buy it. They're like, yeah. I don't need digital. I'm like, man, I <laughs> <laughs> screwed up. But right now it's just digital. So right now it's on uh, Global Comics. Um, it is on Amazon Kindle, which I wanted to get it on Comixology, but then they merged and the whole thing's a... Uh, the mess over there so it's on yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a weird and it's a yeah. shame too because it was such a it was such a wonderful platform for people i used it all the time and now i it it, it ruined it for me like yeah but so but if you do have kindle unlimited it's free oh so, cool so and if you're a member of global comics i'm not sure how their their subscription works so you can read it for free if you have like a certain amount of credits or something i, I forget how it goes on, on okay that. And then if you want to bypass all that and just want to buy it from me, I have it on my own site in my store. It's just a digital download. So, um, yeah. And then later, probably soon, actually by spring, I should have printed copies. Actually, nice. I have done quicker, as quicker than uh, possible. So I can have some to go to some of the early cons just to, to go around network and talk. All right. That's all good. Right. So, What's your website? So people can download it. Uh, KevinMaherDesign.com. There you go. So it's got my portfolio. It's got my. It's got all the stuff. But it does have commission info on there, logo info on there. If you want, in case they want fun, Funko Pops. Yeah. yeah. In case you want Funko Pop drawings or logos of Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got everything on there. So it's like basically my. I use it as my like my hub for all my stuff. So designs on there, illustration, and the stores on there where you can get all the stuff. But it does have my my rates. Like you can check if you want to hire me for something, it's on there too. So 
All right. So like, so if I want a guy and I need a logo, I can just give you a buzz and it's that simple. Like you can just quote me and we'll go from there. Yeah, basically. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Again, like you sound like you're doing a lot, man. You're doing logos, you're doing comics, you're doing Funko pop drawings. Like it's pretty impressive, man. Like it's, it's really cool. And again, uh, for those people who don't really understand graphic design is such a huge, huge aspects of comics like are there any great like logos or or or, or typefaces or anything that you that you see on the stands and like wow i wish i did that one or yeah. like or any ones that are just so classic and perfect in your opinion as a designer well um actually a lot of the the there's a lot of new stuff that's been out that recently i think blows away a lot of the old stuff okay um the you know, vault comics, some yes. of their advertising, some of their logos are like amazing. I mean, yeah, I don't know a lot of their stuff. Well, that's but, uh, uh, Tim Daniels. Tim Daniels, Tim Daniels yeah. is really good. They yeah, have great, great logos. When I see their like little ads on Twitter and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah. this looks amazing. So they yeah. have great stuff. Um, I like Tom Mueller's stuff on X Men. Uh, you know, all the all the way he did designed all the X books together. And yeah, that was cool. Yeah, those are great. So yeah. I, I mean, I do like the old style, like hand drawn, like like Thor and all those old things. But the the new stuff today, I think, blows the stuff out of the water. Yeah, I, no, I mean, it's gotten so intricate, you know, and like, and I even like it when the design of the book fits the story. Like Hickman's really good at doing that. Like he ties the design elements into the story yeah. and it's just, it's just, it's very creative. It's, it makes it like a more kind of immersed uh, experience where like everything is important. Everything has a purpose. And I think that's very cool, you know? Yeah. I love when they do like, uh, I forgot what the comic was called. It was, I think it was the massive or something. It had like a lot of cool, when they have a lot of graphic elements in it, it just makes it look cool. Especially when they get creative with the panel borders and graphic elements and all of it. it's like this is a design book it's barely even illustrated at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool kevin we really appreciate you coming on you came highly recommended from erica and any friend of erica is a friend of ours well, so uh we really that's appreciate cool. you coming on it seems like you're just starting your own kind of creator own comic journey so that's cool yeah. we wish you luck um and yeah dude we'll talk to you soon down the road hopefully Great. Well, great. I hopefully I'll see you guys at some cons too. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. All right, that was Kevin Marr. Uh, his book toxic man is available on his website i think it's kevinmardesigns.com you can check that out good dude man fun guy yes. he's just beginning his comics journey but he provides a lot of other services as well if you're looking for logos or some design work for your finished book uh kevin is your guy to hit up good times good times and speaking of good times next week we have a very good time we have jason mcnamara yeah, we haven't talked to McNamara in a really long time. I'm excited. He's our yeah. buddy. We love Jason. Yeah, we really do, Jason. We're, we're going to yeah. have fun. Yeah, Jason, Jason's, Jason's a good. He's a good dude. He's amazing. Don't he's let don't let him fool you because he will say that he's a terrible person and nobody loves him and stuff like that. But he's a wonderful guy and he's a really good friend and we're really excited to have him on. He's got a book coming out with Dark Horse soon, so we're going to have him on to talk about his Dark Horse book. And because 
we're really good friends with him and he's going to say really funny shit. So you oh, yeah. want to listen to that because there's no filter on McNamara. So he's just going to say stuff and it's yeah. going to be funny. So we'll see. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Alfie to Zane. Goodbye. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>